Alrighty then. So, I have a bit of a rant for this one, and it's a bit of an opinion, but you must listen, because this is very important, and it's a crucial topic that you must hear about. And that is, who is the best Disney princess? Now, after weighing through all the Disney princesses, you probably have come up with an answer. So have I. Let me explain to you why, the, in fact, Nala is the best Disney princess out there. First off, yes, Nala is a Disney princess. Because you have to look at it logically. Who is Simba? Well, Simba is the crown prince. And who is the mate to Simba? Well, it's Nala. By that logic, that would mean that she is princess of the Pride Land, correct? And The Lion King is a Disney movie. Henceforth, she is a princess in a Disney movie, Disney princess. If you can give me one reason why she's not, then, well, I give you kudos, because I think that's solid enough as is. Now, on to why she's the best Disney princess. To start off, well, she's the most empowered. See, Nala goes out and she becomes the head of the hunting pack. The people, the lions, that actually provide for all of the royals, quote-unquote, of the Pride Land. Meaning, the princesses, that means the king, so that means Mufasa, Simba, Scar, all of them. They're all supported by the hunting group, headed by Nala. That means that in the relationship between Simba and Nala, guess who's the breadwinner? Nala. So she is the one that makes sure that everything runs. On top of that, yeah, she missed Simba because, well, she's, you know, awesome. But she didn't get all sad. I mean, she didn't go out and go, oh, I'm so sad that Simba's gone. No. She lived her life. She's like, yeah, I miss my best friend, but you know what? I'm going to keep going, okay? She doesn't let things like that get to her. She's a strong and independent lioness. She don't need no Simba telling her what to do, okay? Up next, you also have to look that when he comes back, she makes him work for it. She plays hard to get, and not, like, really hard to get. She's like, hey. You know what? You gotta prove it to me. You gotta make me feel what you're feeling. And you know what? Simba does. And she's not gonna get all cold on him. She's like, yeah, alrighty then. You are really proving yourself. Okay? So they get together. And they make an awesome couple. And she holds her own weight. Okay? They're equals in that. It's not like some prince swept out from the jungle and she falls for him madly begging to be the princess, no. She treats it like a healthy relationship should be, where they're equal in all parts, and they respect each other. Okay? So she's an empowered woman, and she is providing this role model for everybody else, even though she's not even highlighted that well. So, now that it's established that she's pretty awesome in her own right, you have to look now at all the other Disney princesses. 
So to start the list, there's Snow White. See, Snow White perpetrates every single stereotype, and well, for good reason. I mean, it happened in the mid-30s. But here she is, who does all the misogynistic roles, cooking and cleaning. Why? Because she's a woman. Not because she ch she chooses to, because that is the stereotype to it. And she lives out her life, and then, oh, look, a prince sleeps in to save her. Up next, you have Cinderella, and don't even get me started on Cinderella, okay? Cinderella is the worst of all of them. Goes to the party, falls for a prince, and then just sits there. The prince sneaks up, and she's so happy that a man is finally in her life, and a prince at that. She's probably my least favorite of them, because she's just so ditzy. And she doesn't hold any depth, okay? She just falls for Prince Charming, who's not even that smart. He just has to find, look at every girl throughout the entire land until he's like, Oh, hey, there's that one girl I saw that one time, and I guess she's pretty cool. I'm going to go track her down and just make her my princess. And, you know... Even if I can't find her then, oh well, I'll move on. I didn't even care about her that much. He's just like, meh, she's pretty cool and looked awesome at that one party. They didn't even get to know each other. Up next, you have uh, Aurora, which is Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty is pretty much just as bad. See, she falls asleep and some big heroic prince has to sweep in and save her and well, because he's the one that got to her first, they end up getting married. She just proves that when you are in a vulnerable position, the first guy to come along and save you must be your Prince Charming. Next, you actually have a hard one for me to argue against, and that's Ariel. Ariel is actually probably one of my favorite, at least in my top three, for the fact that she does what she wants. She looks at her goal and she finds out how to accomplish it. She's a doer. She's a shaker. She's a mover. She gets to land. She gets her legs for the human world, no pun intended, and she goes out and just bees herself and gets the man to fall for her and then makes him realize that they can live happily ever after. See, she cho chose her guy and made sure he realized that that is what he wanted as well. He was a little bit shaky, but he always had that suspicion that she was the one when he first saw her. It was a mutual attraction. But then again, it's the same issue. They never got to know each other. The prince only fell for her because she was some pretty face. On top of that, he didn't even remember her face from when she saved him from drowning. You think you would remember the person who saved you from drowning only remembering her by her voice. Next, you have Belle. Belle is another hard one to argue against. Well, but she is, well, Stockholm Syndrome. She's trapped in the castle for too long and falls for the only living thing there, which gets into a whole battery of psychological issues that I don't even want to talk about. But 
Yeah, she's she just falls for Stockholm Syndrome so hard. Pocahontas. Pocahontas is a mature woman who knows what she wants and falls in love with the head of Jamestown, John Smith. She kind of goes through this movie falling for really anybody who shows her the attention. Now, I get it love at first sight and it's romantic. I'm not going to rip on it too hard because I like Pocahontas. It's a good movie. But she really doesn't have that depth, that grit, that actual independence that, that Nala portrays. Finishing up, we have Rapunzel from the movie Tangled. See, this one gets to a different thing. She falls for him because he's a bad boy and saves her. He plays hard to get and she falls for it. Which, ugh, don't even get me going. But it's happily ever end after and, well, she's actually pretty cool. So I would rank her as an alright Disney princess, but she's no lioness. And now, to get back to my second favorite and the only single Disney princess, and yes, I have to say princess, Mulan. Mulan is amazing. She goes for what she wants, she works her butt off, and she protects her family pride, defeating the Huns. She is awesome. Mulan is a phenomenal Disney princess, and really, if you wanted to argue that Mulan was the di best Disney princess, I would listen, because she is. For me, it's just a matter of personal preference. I think Nala's a little bit better, but Mulan comes close. She's easily my number two. So, really in summary, looking at all the Disney princesses, they really don't have a lot of depth. They really are all these princesses who fall for their prince charming, except for Nala. Nala's underrated which gets her points in my book in and of itself. She goes out, she works her way in the world, and she is her own independent woman who don't need no man, but she still gets one because it's nice to be in love. Anyway, I hope that I saved you the lecture. This is Holt Gibson, signing off.